Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Well, we live and breathe for this time of the week. Away we go. EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Quattromani. And to keep us going for a little bit longer, yes, another episode. I'm Chris Bowen, the muttering editor of EFTM.com. I'm joined by our tech expert, Trevor Long. G'day, Bodog. Have you had a good week, mate? I've had a great week. It's been encouraging, and there's a few prospects happening in the pipeline. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. Neither I'm excited for it. but life is just good in general. Well, you know what? I won't lie. Um, I've had a busy week uh, doing the Today Show. I've got a busy week coming up with some presentations and things. So I've been a bit slack when it comes to mm. finding the coolest and latest gadgets <laughs> for, okay, for EFTM. So yeah. you'll have to forgive me. But we have got some cool things to talk about uh, and some fun topics tonight here on the EFTM podcast. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Quattromani. And if you haven't caught up with the uh, Man Cave episodes, uh, we've decided to run a, a kind of a concurrent series in the same thread. Mm. Um, we're going to try and chat to really cool people. That's probably the only um, proviso I think we'd need to put on it, Bowen. I think if they're not cool, um, we're not talking to them. Yeah, look, you know, just because you're a big name. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're going to make it into the EFTM man cave. We need to like them. I don't like Tom Cruise, so he'll never appear. No, he's out. Yeah, Bart. Nicole? But essentially, they will have profiles bigger than ours. That's, well, that's one, pretty much. That's one writer. 97% of the population. Who else? Nicole. What about I've just put us in the top 3%? <laughs> Good luck getting Nicole, by the way. Okay, it's a fair It's a fair stretch. She's Australian. Delta. Delta Goodrum. We have a few I think you could pull that off. We have a few contacts there. I'm talking about the interview. Okay. <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, so if, if you enjoyed the chat with uh, the great man, uh, baby John Burgess, um, send us a tweet. Let us know at Trevor Long, at The Bowen, at EFTM. But also, more importantly, if there's someone you, you think we know, maybe someone we've talked about yeah. uh, because of our association or something, and you would love to hear them here in the man cave, mm. talking tech, talking cars, talking their career or life, uh, just send us a tweet at Trevor Long, at The Bowen, at EFTM. Love to hear from you. But Bowen... Back on, on track here mm. on the EFTM podcast, episode 27. Mm. Um, I thought it was – I've had an interesting week where I've had enough time because I mentioned, I think, a few weeks ago how I am awful at time management. Yeah. And so when I have uh, something due, and it's kind of like school, mm. uh, when I had an assignment due, I would just leave it to the last minute. Mm. I've got a speaking gig next week. Really should have sent the presentation off by now. Still mm. haven't done it. Mm. I'm going to finish it tomorrow, I promise. Yeah. Um, so you cram, cram, cram. I cram, 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 and I, and I delay, cramer. delay, delay, right? So I spent a bit of time this week doing some things like I updated all my Arlo cameras, made sure they were firmware updated, battery updates, repositioned a couple of them, mm. made the app, I changed the order. I did a lot of really weird smart homey things. I finally got the, the new LifeX beams working. Yes. Um, which I, I will review in the, in the weeks ahead. So that felt good. I've linked them up into the home. I've connected a few bulbs here. I've got, I've just got a few things going on in the smart home that I feel like I'm back in, in order. Mm. And it made me think. We, mm. you and I, predominantly, are, are very early adopters, very mm. ahead of the race when it comes to smart home. Mm. You know, I put in Wemo switches, which Belkin's not selling here in Australia yet mm. again. Mm. They've kind of stopped selling them. I hope they bring them back because they're excellent. Yep. You know, I've got the cameras. I've got the, the door lock. Here's the thing. Eve is another one. Eve is another the one. The door yeah. sensors. Yeah. Um, my Kivo front door mm, key. Yeah, it's, it's not good. I, I can't recommend it to anyone anymore. Yeah. I just don't feel like it's giving me the performance that it should have. I have to do things like open the app and yeah. do this. 
I've got, you know, the master lock thing that I, I, I reviewed recently, the combination lock. Oh, Bluetooth, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Much better. Is it? And that's one meter from the door. So what I do is I just use that. Uh, I just open right. that up, get yeah, the okay. key, open the door, put the key back and lock it. That makes sense. Yeah. It's actually really bloody good. And I've installed it on my son's phone now too. So mm. I guess what I'm saying is in my three, four years, because mm. we've moved into this house four years ago, and that's mm. when I started doing smart homey things. Mm. I've probably put more in than most people would, mm. and there's probably a bunch of things now that I wouldn't recommend people do, all those brands. Mm. Do you think we're at a, a point now where we're starting to see genuine smart home things from what you're using and, and seeing? Yeah, look, the, and there's constant updates, as you said, firmware updates. You look at the Arlo cameras, how far have they come? Mm. I've still got the battery-powered Arlos, and I've got to say they're becoming redundant because I can't. I couldn't be bothered spending 80 bucks. You, you've got Generation on the 1. Every three They've months. since had Arlo Pro. Yep. An Arlo Pro 2. Yep. Um, so I've just, I've pretty much got all Arlo Pro 2s now, mm. except for maybe one Arlo Pro. Yeah, and they're fantastic. So I paid the price for going out early, but there are products like the GoGo Gate Garage, yeah. which is, I had a firmware update recently, which now allows you to partially open the garage door. See, in the past, it would open the door all the way with the flick of a switch, but sometimes you don't want to open it all the way. You might want to open it just a half the way so you Why? can just push the something out underneath. Right, or, or just grab the or, pram you know, or whatever I can walk underneath the garage door quickly and then quickly shut it. I can just duck under it. I don't have to wait for the whole process of it going up and coming down. So a little firmware update has solved yeah. that problem. So in the mornings, instead of going through the front door, I can quickly duck out through the, the garage without a problem. But yeah, you're right. Uh, even things like Google Home is becoming more intelligent. HomeKit is starting to catch up with certain things as the, well. The um, uh, Ultimate Ears, the people that make the UE yes. Boom, released a speaker this week, which I'll put on EFTM soon, called the UE Blast, yep. which has Amazon Alexa built in. Yep. But then there's the problem I have, and I guess it is a very unique problem, whereas I change phones a lot. Yeah. Mate, oh, we've been we've been trying some HelloFresh, the, yeah. the cooking thing. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, I've tried it. Um, because we got a free trial of it through mm. a friend, like mm. a referral. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, our kids don't eat a lot of mm. different things, so we're trying to introduce them. And so tonight I was in charge of, you know, making the burgers. Yeah. Mm. And a smoke alarm went off Yeah. because um, I can't cook. Yeah. Um, it was just cheese uh, on top of the burger that was then, mm. um, you know, got too hot, burnt, whatever. Mm. Anyway, so smoke alarm goes off, and mm. it's a Nest smoke alarm. And I got the whole idea of the Nest smoke alarm was you can turn it off in the app. And so mm. I'm looking, I don't have the app installed. Uh, of course. Right, so I don't have the app to control it. Yeah. Good news, Nest smoke alarm, you touch it and it turns off as well. Yeah, you hit the middle button. Like, yeah. it's such a smart smoke alarm because who, like, I'm aware there's, a, there's not a fire. Mm. I'm going to push it and say it's okay. Yeah. And then later on, once mm. the smoke goes, it says the smoke alarm is over. Yeah. So it actually still says that. Yeah. The go-go gate, mate, I don't have that app anymore. And yeah. when I try and install it, I've got to have codes and things. You need so to go back to the, yeah, there's, there's a special some, number you need. Look, most um, people would driven, driven batty by that. How good's the little light, the night light on the Nest smoke alarm? Brilliant. That's great. I mean, it's a little tiny glow, but it, when all just the lights are Just enough to stub your toe on a yeah, chair. Yeah, it just senses the motion in the room. I'll tell you what, though, you want to make sure you schedule the sound check for an appropriate time. Have you had that ever happen? No. It does it routinely about once a month. And we had it go off when we had some guests around. And it, it, it's fairly loud. Oh, yeah. And it's also very vocal because um, it, it you know, provides speech about what's happening. You know, this is the Nest Fire Alarm. There's about to be a fire alarm test. It's about as annoying as a fire drill at work. E exactly. So, um, and you know what? That's got a 10-year battery installed in it too. Mm. So you don't have to worry about changing batteries, and it's certainly not hard. And I'm tipping it's going to tell me when its battery is yeah. at 50 and lower. It and senses carbon monoxide levels yep. as well. I mean, you know, just putting the gas oven on that sets it off occasionally. Uh, but it gives you a warning. Like, you know, it, it, it's good at not giving you false alarms. It'll tell you 
there's something unusual going on, but won't completely go right. off its dial. So I've never heard it before tonight. And it can differentiate between, you know, shower, the, the hot water steam can steam. sometimes set fire alarms off. So back to cameras. Yeah. I would argue that you're a massive fan of the Nest camera. Love the Nest camera. But it's wired, though. And it's hardwired, but it's, it's in the perfect position for me. It's near a power plug. Uh, I can still have it mounted outside. To me, the 30 days of archival footage which I pay for is great. The speaker on it, the, I, I can pick up conversations across the road. You know, it, it's very good mm-hmm. in that area. Um, the ring doorbell, again, I've got the first edition. It's sometimes, you're right when you change phones. I upgraded to the iPhone 10 recently. You need to go through the whole pairing process. Occasionally, it does drop out for some reason. You've got to do it again. And that's something I've got to take off the door and recharge every now and so then. So the new version, you take now, a battery out. Yeah, exactly. So, Mate, the ring spotlight. Yeah. I, I'll review this. Mm. Um, not the floodlight, which is hardwired, but the spotlight. that yeah. I Because you used to annoy, get annoyed because the front of my house was dark. Yeah, that's right. Put the spotlight out there. over every time I come. And, here. mate, did you notice tonight? Yeah. Didn't come on. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm like, thing. why did that not come on? Yeah. And it's not battery because I hooked it up to a solar panel. Yeah. Mate, it's just this it is, is hit the, and miss. This is the problem with the the smart home. Mm. There are certain products. Mm. I would argue the the Nest smoke alarm is mm. one. I just go. It's great yep. if you're willing to spend that because it's like mm. two three hundred dollars yep. for a smoke alarm when they're twenty bucks at Bunnings. Yep. If you're willing to spend that money, it is amazing. Yep. I think the Nest camera is probably there as well. Yeah. Um. But I think we're still in and Arlo now are there. Mm. So I, I happily recommend Arlo mm. again without any mm. question. The Arlo Pro twos, but I think. A lot of people often say, oh, I'll wait for Generation 2. And yeah. I say, oh, nah, it's great. But I think I have to agree now that mm. you are better off waiting for Generation 2. I just wish there was one standard and one protocol that covers all products. Mm. You know, instead of having to rotate from platform to platform, Apple over to, uh, you know, all the other ones. You know, um, so you've got Apple Home Kit. Home Kit. And you also use Google Home. Google Home extensively. Which one do you probably, use more? Probably use Google Home more. Right. In terms of the voice recognition, we talk to it a lot. You know, it's become a real novelty, actually, entertaining our son, just asking it to say, you know, what does a, cow, a cat sound like? What does a cow sound like? So it's become... And he, he's very conscious of where it is now. So when I say, hey, Google, he immediately looks, looks to at it. it. Yeah, I'm going to get you to take from here tonight the yeah. JBL Link 10 or 20, one of them, because sure. they're a better speaker, mm. but they still do, they've got Google Assistant built in. Oh, I want right. to know whether that... I don't want you to put it somewhere else. I want you to replace your Google Home. How many mics has it got? Because that's multiple. Yeah, because Google Home, and we've got it located under the TV, so not the best place because there's a bit of surrounding volume right. and noise. But there's nowhere else to really put it. So I'd be interested to see how it picks up. Well, we might we, have we to, shout a lot at Google. We might have to do a few test things because I've got yeah. the Link 10, the Link 20, and the Link 300. Sure. The Link 300 is Wi-Fi, and yeah. we but we have set it up. That's so Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a huge um, benefit. Which yeah. is a huge thing because you can start doing a bunch of other things. Yeah. But anyway, so you use. Google more than than HomeKit, essentially. Yeah, look, I, I tend to use HomeKit just when I'm in bed. You know, I've gone to bed and there's a number of lights still on. I've got the outside lights, the living room lights, the TV room lights, Henry's lights in his room. I can just quickly flick through all those yep. by swiping down on the iPhone 10 and, and away I go. Um, but then there's other, there's other smart products I've got, like Dyson fans, the Dyson um, PureLink um, yeah, fan, I'd forgotten about those. Which is, uh, we've got uh, one of those, which is in Henry's room. I can control that. I can uh, set the the heat, or, or I'll turn it into cooling mode. It'll tell me what the humidity is in there, the uh, the air pollution levels, the temperature. So that's another product. Our kettle, the smarter kettle. Do you really? Um, is that that's just a gimmick, right? Uh, 
my wife uses it a bit in the morning when she's shuffling around getting dressed and and carrying. In a hey Henry. Google sense. Hey Google, boil the kettle. Right, okay. So that that does. That's cool. I, I never use it. I don't boil the kettle for anyone. I don't need it because I don't make cups of coffee and things like that. You're you're too highfalutin. I'm got literally just looking through my phone at all the smart home apps I've got. E-Visit is problematic because it does require regular firmware updates, but it does it via Bluetooth, so you need to be within standing close proximity. There. And it takes quite some time. And I've got probably six or seven of these things throughout the house. But, you know, they're, they're working a treat once once I do update them. The, the notifications you get from Eve now are immediate. So as soon as the front door opens, the notification Boom. is instant. Right. So that's something that's happened recently. I'm, I cannot... But recommend the Sensibo, that little air conditioning yeah, control that I got. That's a ripper. Absolute have I given ripper. you that? No. Well, I don't have a wall. You don't unit. have a wall. You, unit. you don't have a remote. No. But it's not. It doesn't have a remote control at all, does it? No. It's just the wall. Magic. Um, yeah. The Natatmo is is good information, but it doesn't. I don't use it for anything, so yeah. I don't yet let the weather control anything. So I don't change the lights based on any weather or anything like that. But I like having the data. You've, yeah. Right. So you've got the data. You've also got the wind speed monitor. Yeah. And, and the rain. And the rain. I got that as well. <laughs> Jeez, we've got a lot of stuff. Down um, I'm just looking at my my phone, just same as yeah. you. I've got uh, I've got the Dyson, but again, not it's not connected because we probably changed Wi-Fi networks. Yeah. The Wemo. I love yeah. so I can I can open the Wemo right now and see which lights in the house are on and mm. and, and not mm. so everyone's in bed because they're all off mm. um, Actron Connect so our ducted system is oh, Wi-Fi yeah. controlled yeah. but yeah. it's problematic it's a web-based um, login system it just it's just not there it just it's just not working yeah. perfectly and and it worked a bit and mm. then it stopped it's just it's problematic mm. and that's annoying here's another example my favorite uh, robot vacuum cleaner the EcoVax yeah we haven't used it for a while right yeah. so because we've been buggerizing around, haven't yeah. really cleaned up, I'll be honest. Yep. And we've just been rearranging the furniture, yep. and I just plugged it in, and it says, restoring the map. Restoring the map. <laughs> it's just, mate, it just won't work. Yeah. Like, I don't know so what the, it's done. I've confused the hell out of the it The back now. end of some of these products that you'd have. But Trev, I've come across my current favorite smart is it, piece Is it only your house. current favorite because it's and, your new baby? And this is my new baby. It's <laughs> for the outside. It's a Bluetooth tap controller. Okay, this is the Holman, yeah? This is the Holman. I did this on the Today Show. You did, yeah. Oh, I, I've, I've got one on the side tap, but yeah. the problem is I use a soaker hose. I put it on now and then. Yeah. I don't... I don't it's so one of those green I've still got to hoses. go out and turn the tap on. Like, it's just... Well, you leave the tap on. You know, oh, no, okay, but, but it's not like it's a sprinkler that you can just, you know, go, oh, I'm going to turn it on now. Boom. I mean, I've got to go out and set it up anyway. Yeah, so sure. The sprinkler's not out So you there. need to move it around. Yeah. So this is the BTX-1 from Holman. It's a Bluetooth... It's essentially a tap timer, and there's been tap timers for as long as tap timers have existed. We're talking about 70 bucks from Bunnings. It runs off an app, which you download through the App Store. It's called the Holman iGardener app. And basically, this allows me to have the tap on all day, um, schedule watering times for a sprinkler in a set spot in my backyard. And the sprinkler I've got covers the entire grass that I have, the patch of grass mm -hmm. out the back. So, look, I've only used it once today. It so runs. you don't move your sprinkler? Don't have to move it. it. I found the app to be horrible. Yeah, the app's a bit... Took um, me a while to work it out and manually just turn the tap on. It's a bit chunky, yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. It, it can allow you to use the hose manually if you want to. Um, there's a button for that, so you don't have to worry about turning off all the programs you've got set. So, you, one... so if we think back 10 years, let alone just go to Bunnings now, there's yep. little... There's those you know those dials yeah, where, you, where, you, where you put slowly, those little yeah. clips, like an egg timer. You put those little clips yeah. in. You say here turn on, here yeah. turn off, and, and as the clock turns, it flicks and yeah. it turns on and off. Yeah. You're essentially al allowing yourself to do that, but control it with your smartphone. Yeah, and look, it works a treat. It requires one of those you know square or rectangular shaped nine volt batteries to run. You just simply connect it to your tap and then the hose. Um, it's quite a large device. It looks like a little mini tank. It's a smart valve, uh, twenty meters Bluetooth range. So I'm having no problems. 
um, in terms of the reach okay. sort of tap out the back. Well, I couldn't recommend it more, as a matter of fact. It's, how much um, is it? For it's a certain, like 80 bucks, isn't it? It's uh, no, 69 currently yeah, so at Bunnings. Well under 100 is what yeah, I'm saying. And, and you can connect up to eight of them. So if you want to Hang cover on. different so areas. In your home, if you've got eight different taps. Yeah, well, no one's going to have eight. Who's got eight taps? Well, who knows? I mean, there's a lot of mansions out there, Trev. Okay. But I guess two max um, for most people. I could do something out the front if I had a second hose, which I don't. Look, it's a it's a novelty. Um, I can turn it. I can set as I said. I can schedule watering times. I can turn it off when I want if I'm in the uh, the lounge room. If I, if I think I don't need to water as much as I am, um, it's it's pretty handy, Trev. As long as you you know that the tap isn't going to leak during the day, because you're going to have to have the tap constantly on. Well, that's so the other thing. I plugged connection. mine in and the water was coming up the top. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't think it's properly sealed. And you need a good tap and a good yeah. rubber connection. You've got to have the whole whole kit and caboodle going on. So then the other one that that I've mentioned before is my Samsung Family mm. Hub fridge, right? Mm. Now, unfortunately, the the ice maker on our mm. Sam, Fam, Samsung Family Hub broke. Yeah. And to they couldn't repair it. Um, they had to replace the fridge. Really? And here's the funny thing. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, they had to replace the fridge. Wow. Um, what was the so? What was the problem? I don't know. I just wow. it, it, it would it would make thing. ice, but it wouldn't dispense it. Okay. And the bloke was here for three hours trying to fix it. Wow. Anyway, um, that's that's it's not like the the fridge has a problem. It's just a random thing. Yeah, you yeah. know, stuff they, happens, right? Happen, yeah. But I'm sitting there, and I, to be honest. My wife is the genius. I'm not. I hadn't thought about it. Mm. I just said, yeah, come Friday, whatever. Yeah. And they, they couldn't come till, I don't know, 8 o'clock at night or something. But mm. poor buggers came at night. And Amanda got home at 6 and said, well, what are we going to do with the food? I went, I'll just yeah. put it in the other one. She goes, but it'll be hot. I went, oh, yeah. So I had to go to the servo and buy a bunch of ice and try and ice everything yeah. up so it stayed in bags for like five or six hours to, for the fridge to even begin to settle. Yeah. But anyway, I thought, as they wheeled out my fridge, I thought, oh, there goes all my calendar and my drawings yeah. and the kids' stuff that's on it, right? Plug it in, set it up the next morning, and then by the afternoon, the fridge looks the same. All that stuff, all those memos, all those things were in the cloud. Are you serious? So everything but the photos. So the photos that I'd sent to the fridge. um, So there's an internal little hard drive, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and the the cloud. So the memos, the whiteboard notes, (laughs) and these things. It resynced my calendar. It was really cool to think that you could just plug in. So it goes back to that whole your email address and your password. are the key to everything, right? Yeah. If if I can just remember the Dyson one or the whatever it is, yeah. it'll just come back and start working yeah, again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But your point about the Eve sensors, mm. Mm. Um, I've done a couple of stories on hacking in on the, in the smart home this week. Yep. This is the key. Mm. You've got to keep opening these apps. Yeah. Even if it's a world that's running in its yeah. own devices and this triggers yeah. that, you've got to open it up now and then to make sure that you're getting the security updates. Absolutely. Is it fair to say anything that falls under the HomeKit banner is probably the safest option? Totally, yeah. yeah. Apple yeah. has... Uh, certainly required a yeah. different level of security mm. updates to be mm. to be made there. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I think that you know anything HomeKit compatible compatible is most likely mm. safer. But mm. and also my main thing is if you buy from JB Hi-Fi or Bunnings mm. at a brand, it's it's also you know got more re- credibility and reputation. Sure. sure. But. You know, if you bought it on, on eBay yeah. and it's come from China, yeah. I really want you to yeah. be updating the firmware on yeah, it. Exactly. You know, a lot. Yeah. Look, so yeah. I'm uh, obsessed with the smart home. Uh, there's plenty of hurdles. There's obstacles from time to time. But I'll look, I'm prepared to cop it. I love my gadgets, and I'm just going to continue on with it, Trev. Upgrade, 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 and see where we end up. Yep, it's good stuff, and you're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. Well, it's one of our great shows today. I'll tell you what, that interview we did with Burjo, which sits alongside the EFTM podcast, is an absolute ripper. It was good to talk to him. Now, look, 
We've been pretty lucky this week. We got our hands on the Mercedes-Benz E400 4Matic. That is our car of the week. So we're talking about their saloon sedan. There's a Cabriolet and there's also a coupe version, but we had the sedan version. It's an all-wheel drive being the 4Matic, 245 kilowatts, so a fair amount of poke from a bi-turbo V6. I haven't driven a Mercedes-Benz for quite some time, so the only uh, car that I can pitch it against is the latest BMW 5 Series, which I reviewed probably a number of months ago. It's, in terms of prestige and as a brand, probably just pips the BMW in terms of just presence on the road and, and just that look it has and what it says about a person. The technology inside with these dual 12.3-inch screens is... It's different. They look like these this floating it's panel. It's a strange of look. I've got to be honest. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's not that classical look. Now, yet. you mentioned it in your review at EFTM.com. Um, you mentioned how it compares to like the Audi versus the BMW. Now, I've got to say, I still prefer the way Audi's done it. They've, yeah. they've made the dashboard just so beautifully digital yeah. and then retained an infotainment screen. Mm. But so I feel like Mercedes should have given more thought to the way they're presented mm. because I love the two screens, mm. but I would the dashboard one should be kind of enclosed in some way so it looks like it's still yeah. a dashboard but virtual. Yeah. But that massive screen, mm. like you plug Apple CarPlay into that, mm. it is magnificent. That's the best incarnation of Apple Car screen. I've, uh, it's actually CarPlay wider. I've There's seen. more icons it's on the screen. It's huge. It's enormous. Yeah. It's a wide. I didn't know you could have yeah. different uh, aspect ratios because there are big screens out there, but I've never seen it fill a screen. Think like about that. how Volvo, you know, they've got the tall yeah, screen and they just put right. this tiny little yeah. Apple CarPlay there, right? Yeah. So from a technology perspective, I think it looks awkward, mm. the screens, mm. but I think it is executed magnificently. The, the It took me a while to find, because I was lucky enough to drive it like to mums and back, yeah. which is you know, 1,000Ks or so. Yeah. The, the touchpad controls yep. on the steering wheel are beautiful. It's a world first, you know. The touch Put, Putting touchpads on a steering wheel like they have done. Well, here's what's interesting, yeah. and this is why I kind of do need you to drive it. The yeah. E300 Cabrio, which I've got in the driveway yeah. right now, yeah. doesn't work the same. Oh, really? Yeah. The, the touchpad won't work for Apple CarPlay, for example. So it doesn't flick up. No, and it doesn't it. do anything. Um, yeah. it, it's kind of dead, but then in some apps it does work. So I don't know, and, and there's different things happening. So mm. I feel like they've literally just turned off some features yeah. of the of the technology, and that frustrates the hell out of me with yeah. big Euro companies. But... Yeah. Um, there's a couple of things that I need to say about that car. Mm. It's 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 beautiful. Oh, it's, yeah. it's magnificently yeah. equipped. The autopilot functions, mm. which they don't call that, but let's mm. just call them autopilot for yeah. now, are, are out of this world, mate. Yeah, it's um, it's the best system I've used in terms of the software and how it operates. It's the most natural system in terms of the lane keeping. Yep. So a lot of these systems, and they they range from you know bargain basement cars right up to high-end cars. Some of the systems are either very vague and hardly can detect the white lines on a road. Mm. Others are way too aggressive and you feel the wheel tugging constantly trying to maintain that center line. You don't, you never feel like it's unnerving, the technology in this car. And the fact it can change lanes by itself when it deems it's safe to do so. And the fact that I feel like I can trust it to do it yeah. as opposed to a Tesla, which yeah. I'm never certain it's going to do it safely. It's just, it's a natural form of that semi-autonomous future that we're heading towards. Brilliant technology. And I drove, so I drove purposely the New England Highway up to Tamworth, which is the longer way to get to my mum's. And I didn't have my hands off the wheel. I just yeah. was able to relax my hand on the wheel. Yeah. And I, I genuinely believe that I yeah. pay more attention to the road yeah. when I'm not worrying about what speed I'm doing mm. and whether I'm in the lanes. You just basically, you're babysitting it. 
and, and, you, and you're more alert to the world around you. You'd be surprised how much just wrist fatigue can take a toll on yeah. a driver. And, and that's what sort of this software is developed for. You You really relax your hands as you're driving and, and you really become used to it as well. Mm. Um, you certainly, I mean, you can sit there and cross your arms if you want for probably 40 seconds. I think seconds. It's, it's only, about, we timed it, Jackson and I, it's 20, 22, 25 so seconds. BMW's a bit higher. 40, 45. Yeah. yeah. So look, you can do that if you really desire. You and don't let, need to. It can take some pretty aggressive turns too. I mean, I did try it, which is wrong, at about 80 k's an hour and some pretty sharp turns. So it's dead accurate. Um, but don't do that, people. See, I drove the Volvo XC60 this week as well, yeah. uh, off the back of the same Today Show segment. Yeah. And I've driven the, the pilot assist program yeah, in the yeah. S90 and yeah. different things. And, mm. and when they try to you know launch that, yeah. I had the same feeling in the XC90. So it must just be Volvo's thing. It's It pulls too far to the left. Yeah, it does. It's, it's way too close yeah. to the other lane. Yeah. Now... I remember someone, maybe it was Volvo, maybe it was just another journal telling me that that's the, like the rule yeah. is that you're meant to be in the left hand side of the lane or you're meant to be centered or whatever. Mm. And so what you're noticing is that other cars are actually far too far into the right hand part of their lane. That's right. But I don't care. No. Um, go center. It feels odd. Or stay away from the yeah. other cars. Yeah. It should move. It should predict that. It feels odd. And I, and I disabled it many times in the Volvo. I don't remember disabling it a lot no. in the Merc. Some of these systems also, I feel, can be frustrating to other motorists because it's maintaining gaps which are awkward. Yeah. It's slowing down too slow. Number of people that are pulling in lights. front of you. Yeah. But the Merc, it, it's still a little bit, it does it a little bit, you know, compared to a normal driver, it does pull up a little bit slower than what yeah. you'd expect. But I, I just think they've nailed it. Mm. And, and, and that's been hard for a lot of manufacturers. And, and we experienced that in the Tesla for a long trip from Brisbane to Adelaide, didn't we? Oh, oh totally. You know, the whole indicate yeah. to change lanes yeah. thing was mind-blowingly well, accurate in a Mercedes yeah. and yeah. didn't feel comfortable in a Tesla. Yeah. And so that's my other point about this car. Yeah. Um, I love the Teslas. I think they're great. Mm. Uh, I love that they're trying to present themselves as an Mm. innovator, but it's clear to me that their innovation in auto autonomous cars is as decent as anyone else's, if not behind. Um, I think what BMW, Mercedes, Audi do Mm. is don't shout it from the rooftops because they've got much more legal responsibility because they have more cars on the road. True, But I I then take away the autonomy. Just remove that from the whole thing. Mm. And say I've got a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and I want to buy a sedan. Yeah. Why on earth mm. would you buy a Tesla Model S? Mm. That E four hundred is one hundred and forty thousand dollars. Yep. And it's beautiful. And it's bigger. Big than, boot. Bigger than the previous model. Big boot. Yeah. Lots of room it for looks, people. Looks like an S class. And the the fit, so that alone, so yeah. it's it's fine. It's yeah. comparative in space and yeah. size, but the fit out yep. is ten times yep. better. The quality of the panel gaps, yep. um, I think the drive performance, mm. while you're you know, comparing two things that are completely opposite, mm. is is fantastic. Yep. Mate, I just, I don't know why you'd spend 150 grand on a Tesla yeah. base model mm. when you can get a, a beautiful, mm. beautiful mid to top range model E-Class. Yeah. Look, it makes no sense. It doesn't. Look, in terms of the drive, geez, it's rapid too. I mean, it gets to 105 seconds. What's V6, 245 kilowatts, so, and it's a bi-turbo. It's like, I think you you enjoy the exhaust note. I'd say it's a bit refined, which you'd expect for a car of this nature. But it, in terms of some of the aggressive egos, you get a set of lights in some high-performance cars. You'd be surprised what this car can blow away. <laughs> but so you also don't rate its handling? No, look, it, it struggles with some of our B-roads, semi-rural roads. It's uh, And I'm surprised because it's got never, the, There's uh, never been one driven there. It's got the adaptive air suspension. It, it rides like silk on the highway as soon as you get off. It, it, it just doesn't have that level of um, 
athleticism that a BMW has. And I, all, I always harp on about BMW as a driver's car because that's what they are. They're renowned for it. The Mercedes is a little bit unpredictable through the corners. Uh, it fills all the potholes. It really nice, notices the coarse bitumen. It is riding on 20-inch rims, which are pretty big as standard. Um, so the ride is not, not what you'd expect from a car that has such a prestige badge mm. on the front, I must say. Like a all, Commodore, all I the say, previous Commodore, the VF, handles better uh, I just think in terms of our conditions. that in a, um, I guess, a... Uh, scientific test, yeah. which is essentially what you're doing yeah. in your own science, right? Mm. You're saying, I've driven this and that and this yep. and that, and this is how it compares. Mm. Completely valid. Mm. 100% not mm. doubting the validity yep. of your argument. But I think the buyer of an E-Class Mercedes yeah. is not looking for well, spiritual driving. Yeah, they don't mate, yeah. You drive a 5 Series yeah. and, then a, and then a Mercedes, you probably might prefer the Mercedes because it is a little bit mm. floatier or, or yeah. something. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know that that yeah. matters. Yeah. Um, I think when that matters is when you drive an AMG something. Oh, absolutely. Like, so yeah. if you drive an AMG... The E43 would be fantastic. Right. <laughs> and then hit it up against an M4 or M3 yeah. or something, whatever the, yeah. that it compares to. That's when you that's when you have the right to be disappointed in the Mercedes yeah. handling. You know, the E43 is about 295 kilowatts, so it's not that much quicker, actually. I mean, we basically... Well, we drove the flagship of the E-Class range outside of the AMG. Um Look, it's been some years since we jumped into Mercedes, and the last time I had to do with their infotainment system, the command system, which they call it, it was just a hideous system to operate. Um, so, look, I'm not necessarily a fan of the, the fence paling almost a whole set of screens yeah. that's in front of you, but it's easier to navigate. Once you spend some time with the car, it's the first time I've actually looked at a manual in a really? car. To, to try and grasp where everything is. So it's very overwhelming to jump into. But that's what we do. We jump into a car mm. and don't think about what we're doing. Well, I said that to the people at Volvo when yeah. I... I was just grateful to get some time in the yeah. XC60 because we only used it for a prop on the Today Show. Yeah. Um, but I said, if you don't need it back, I'll take yeah. it for a spin for a while. Yeah. Um, and I said when I handed back the keys, I said, you know what? I, I need to drive that longer. I'm not mm. pitching for a frigging free car yeah. here. I'm just saying... You know, a week is not enough. Yeah. A week is not enough to go, I own this car. What is it like to own? Yeah. So what apps synchronize? What mm. things happen mm. in the cockpit when yeah. you yeah. own a car? Yeah. And that's the challenge uh, with the greatest respect to our journalistic friends. Yeah. That's the challenge yeah, with, with motoring journalism yeah. is you get in a car mm. and the only thing you really can rate yeah. is how it feels on the road compared to the other cars you've driven. That's exactly right. That's Whereas what do. I do is I yeah. go... Audi looks beautiful yeah. with that dash, yeah. and Mercedes has nailed the infotainment system, yeah. but it could be laid yeah. out differently, the yeah. screens. But in terms of navigating through the apps and things, yeah. I'd probably still go Audi. Yeah. Um, but I, and I, I think that the Mercedes cluster, the instrument yeah. cluster, they've got three options. Mm. Dude, come on, it's a computer. Give us they, unlimited options. Sports, classical, and progressive, yeah. they call and it. And yeah. in, 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 <laughs> in any of the modes. a bit strange, too. In any of the, yeah. like the progressive or the innovative or whatever it was, yeah. it's still barely customizable. Tell you what, the drive modes, though, weren't, I mean, Mate, you were really appreciated going from comfort to sport, didn't, didn't I? You? Yeah, didn't yeah. I say to you yeah. that I've never experienced in a car going from comfort to sport mode yeah. and noticing so quickly? Because yeah, normally there's a like, comfort and then a normal and then a sports. They right. just go from straight from comfort to sport. You feel the whole car tense up, don't you? Mate, I'm telling you again, yeah. this this little thing with apparently four cylinder, this yeah, E300, yeah. yeah. it has a it has a gargle to it when you oh, does it? when yeah. you're shifting up. Yeah, right. Little it's, pop. It's nice. Yeah. Well, I've got a Ford Mustang as well. You know, this is funny. You know, we'll talk about that shortly. We'll get to that shortly. But um, look, good, great car. You're hard to bag. I, I think in terms of 
all that luxury and prestige, you probably can't go past the uh, E-Class if you don't want to jump up to the limousine size S-Class or fall into a C-Class area. So it's got the B&W covered in that area. But in terms of having a bit of fun through the twisty stuff, BMW for me every day of the week. EFTM Podcast. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Cotramani. And we do all thanks to good people at Alcatel. If you're looking for a, a smartphone for your kids or maybe it's for, for your grandparents who just need a, a phone and maybe you want to give them email for the first time or Facebook, uh, Alcatel have a great range of smartphones, uh, the A3, the A3XL. We're talking $179 for the A3XL, which is a six-inch smartphone, and especially for the elderly, big font size, slots to do. What's so funny? Oh, I just It's like, a great phone. Like, it's a great phone. How good is it? Oh, no. Look at it. There's just other things going on. Yep. Um, yeah, Alcatel. Check them out. Just Google Alcatel uh, on the interwebs. This is the EFTM Podcast. With Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Cotramani. Indeed. Now, um, I, I just want to touch on this quickly. We may not have a long conversation about it. I don't know. But earlier this week, uh, it might have even been yesterday, yeah. um, the uh, the Daily Tele... Yes, it was yesterday, on, on Monday. Yeah. Um, the Daily Telegraph published an article in the newspaper mm. talking about teen slang or tinglish. Mm. Now, it was based on some form of study, a survey conducted by YouGov, mm. Galaxy and Facebook Messenger, whatever the hell going on there. right. I don't know why the government cares. But anyway, found the top five tinglish slang words were dude, K. Dude? Yeah. Dude's like been around old. since. That's old. Salty. It's like saying rad. Savage and LOL. What, what does salty mean? Rude. Right. Um, LOLs. Other words that include popular basic used by 58% of teens um, throwing shade. Yeah. Insults. Yeah. Shook. (laughs) What's shook? To be surprised. Right. Uh, Trendy words peng. Yeah. Cool. Eats. Yep. Short for sweet uh, or peak. Tingle. Something being good or bad or lit. Something being good and can be used sarcastically. Now, here's the thing. Mm. Here's my gripe about that. Mm. Great article. Yeah. Really informative, interesting stuff. Mm. But, mate, on Twitter, mm. it was like hell had frozen over or something. Mm. And everyone's posting photos and links going, oh, what about this, you know, this dumb newspaper mm. trying to explain this stuff? Yeah. As if it didn't need explaining. Yeah. I mean, hello, breaking news. There's millions of people who don't have a friggin' clue what lit means. But it's a perfectly legitimate article. It's a great story. And this happens with every generation. I mean, I'm sure when we were growing up, um, the adults... Looked down on us Damn and said, what are these kids talking about? What does rad mean? But, like, what about the people yeah, living in a bubble on Twitter who just think well, that that they, they can't accept that there has to still be ma- mainstream conversation? It's like when yeah. people bag television yeah. for doing certain stories. It's like, do you know what? You have to fill airtime for a start. Mm. And, two, there's people who are interested in that stuff. Mm. Like, the number of people that bag a current affair for stories that, that I've done, let alone the, the stories that they do. Yeah. I don't want to break it to you, but people love those stories. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel this generation, the younger generation, uh, they feel the, they're the most insecure generation we've had? They insecure feel threatened and friggin' entitled. Because there's, but there's so many platforms where they can be attacked these days. I mean, in a way, I do have some sympathy for them. I mean, there's obviously a chronic bullying problem as well online. Mm. Um, so there's plenty of opportunities for them to feel targeted. 
But yeah, look, they need to take a leap out of uh, generations such of our such as ours, and probably harden up a little. Yeah, uh, teaspoon of cement, folks, harden up. And attacking the mainstream media, I mean, obviously they've read the article. Yeah. So, so for starters, <laughs> why don't don't go to the Daily Telegraph, the yeah. most successful paper in Sydney and, and online. Um, look, it's just silly stuff. It's and just I always fun. say this about Twitter, Trev. It's just a fake world. It it's is. a handful of people it, it, in comparison to the the, the mass population here in Australia. It's a tiny percentage. Mate, it's not driving any change. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. It's not yeah. driving any conversation. I'm yeah. convinced of that. There's now and then things come up that get amplified in mainstream media mm. and drive change. Mm. But, mate, it's just so frustrating to me that people think that they can just bag the other parts of the media or other parts of the world because mm. they don't think it's cool or they don't think it's a great thing. Or Do you know what I mean? Like, what, why? It's just reaction for reaction's sake. Look, right, there's a lunatic woman, um, if you're catching up with the podcast around Anzac Day every year, says something stupid on Twitter. And I think this year there's been a shift away from what she's doing. People are just saying, you know what? She's saying some crazy stuff, but who cares? Yeah, Just ignore on. her. Yep. There's been a bit of a shift there, I feel, with totally. that particular woman. That would normally make the news for a couple of days. No one's covering it no. because it's not worth give, giving airtime to. Why would you, yeah? Because obviously she's cuckoo and being highly offensive. And, and look, she's just throwing hand grenades for publicity, I assume. And look, I, well, hope I think we tomorrow get down that on path. Anzac Day, everyone should just do their own thing, yeah. observe the day however you want. Mm. And enjoy the day. Well, that's what you should do, and I'll be doing that at nine thirty tomorrow at Pitt Town, um, a little semi-rural area in uh, northwestern Sydney. That's a good time for a dawn service. Well, see, the big ones in Windsor. So, right. So you got to have your ancillary. There's ones a, an ancillary times. one, and there's been all this drama with traffic management. They had to get a grant from the council, so it almost didn't happen. And but it's always second rate to Windsor, which attracts quite a few thousand yeah. people. This will attract. We have the same thing. Amanda works, works for the local member, so she's getting up at some ungodly hour to go to. I think two of them, like Galston and Barrow or Barrow and Hornsby or whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you've got your, your yeah. big one and your little one. But you know what? Yeah. Oh, that's where uh, I would question most of those people mm. on Twitter who bag. Yeah, those things. Let alone, yeah. let alone bag just general stupid stories yeah. like that. If they think that's the case, mm. just get out a bit, will you? Yeah, I know. Get out into the real world. You know, I used to different listen, space. Growing up, I was listening to talkback radio and reading the paper. I, I, I never felt under attack like these poor kids do. I, I just, I always appreciated what the adults were doing. Yeah, and in fact, throughout my life, I've, what about respect your elders? Yeah, well, what happened to that? I've always actually gravitated towards older people as Did friends. I? Right. Uh, I don't know why. I just have. Uh, yeah, look, You're a weirdo. There's some weird kids out there. You're one of them. Yeah, probably. But this that's is, okay. That's why I work with you. The EFTM podcast. Head weirdo. EFTM. <laughs> this is the EFTM podcast. With Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. EFTM. Look, I know we sound like tossers from time to time because we drive a lot of good cars. And we it's had a job. had a conversation about this. Well, it is our job. We had a conversation about this during the week and... I picked up a Ford Mustang, driven it plenty of times. It's the GT, the five liter. I almost said, mate, what are you V8? driving a Mustang for? Exactly. Um, and it's a good question. Well, this one's got the blue lightning paint job and the silver wheels instead of the black wheels. So it stands out pretty much. <laughs> but I picked look, Great review. We pick Different up, paint and wheels. We pick up a, a car every week and sometimes I'm lulled into a sense of, well, I just lose perspective of what I'm doing. You know, I, 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 we swapped into an E class recently and I, I drove off into the distance and went, oh, it's great, I'm in a Mercedes. And I picked up this Mustang and all of a sudden it hit me. I'm driving through Leichhardt after I did a swap with um, the guy who uh, gave it to me from the good people at Thompson Ford. 
and I started noticing people looking at me again because this car has turned the most heads out of any car I've ever driven, particularly when it was launched a couple of years ago now. Mm. Um, and I rang Trevor and I said, you know what, mate? What we do is pretty amazing. And the car I'm in now is just purely remarkable. Yeah. It is one of those cars that instantly puts a smile on your face. It's not the best car in the world. It's a dinosaur in many respects. It's not even that good a drive. It's not that powerful. But it looks shit hot. It looks shit hot. Yeah. It's um Mate, it is a beautiful see the thing about the and I've 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 struggled with this because mm. What is a Mustang, right? Yeah. And why why does that happen? And I remember driving up to Walker Road, yeah. my mum's place again, with Fennec. We mm. had two of them. Mm. You know, people stopping everywhere when we do. pull over. Yeah. It was just crazy, right? Yeah. But it turns heads because yeah. it still looks classic. It's got the, like, um, it has the Mustang look. They've the done an amazing looks. job of they doing it. They ruined it for a while in the States, uh, yeah. the previous couple of models. Secondly, the Mustang name is is just famous. It's a Stang. It's it's a pony, man. Yeah. It's 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 a famous logo. It is a dead set American muscle car, and there's few of those around these days. And you know what? There's going to come a time when the V8 doesn't exist. There's nothing better than a V8 engine, even though it doesn't. It's not that raucous. It's a bit quiet. Probably needs an exhaust. It's still a V8. I mean, you think about it. So many companies have just abandoned the V8. Like the Audi RS5, for example, now is mm. a 2.9 liter V6. Great twin turbo, flies very very quick. Used to have a 4.2 litre V8. Sadly, those days are coming to an end. Yeah. So I think that's where a lot of the appreciation comes from, apart from the design mm. and the heritage I, that's attached. I just to don't. It. I don't think people even notice that one's a GT or not. Yeah, well, it's I think hard people to tell are apart drawn. From the I think people are drawn to the look of the car mm. and the allure of this Mustang thing, which is why, as we said last week, the the V8 supercar move, yeah. or the supercar move, genius from Ford yep. is pure genius. Yeah. Like it's going to reinvigorate that yeah. that championship. I'm convinced of yeah. it. Yeah. Because the Mustang is a beautiful thing to look yeah. at, and they've sold thousands of the bloody things. Yeah, yeah. But they, st- your point is, they're still turning heads. Yeah, even though they're as uh, prolific as cabs almost these days, they've yeah. sort of you know wiped out the Falcon in terms of numbers. But they easily. they do seem like a weekend car for a lot of people. Well, I see a lot more on the weekend, man. so maybe. They are a weekend car, and therefore they turn heads during the week. They're a second car. They have to be. I yeah. mean, you can barely get... You can't get anyone in the back seat, really. You can try and get a child seat in. I've tried, but you certainly can't get an adult sitting behind it. Um, mate, I would love to own one, but I'm I'm getting 14.5 litres per yeah. 100. Uh, See, I'm and, disgusted. And I w- Why won't you buy the EcoBoost one? Because it has to be V8. It's got to be a V8. Stupid. And let me tell you, they're a handful too, Trev. Um, I I think we had a conversation off air. I'm worried about when the next demographic gets hold of them in 10 years' time when they're cheap. You know, like you used to get the latest Commodore. 10, 15 grand. Blokes come off their P plates and get into one of these. The rear end gets real loose despite whatever traction control system. You put it in race mode and you're sideways in the drive before you know it, let alone the wet. And they'll work out a hack it to bring back the uh, launch. What's it called? The... The uh, line lock? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, 100%. They'll bring yeah, that back. Yeah, 100%. Uh, burnout mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is illegal out here. Um, but look, I, I just love it, Trev. And, and the fact that we have an E-Class Cabriolet <coughs> sitting out the front, which you're in, and I have the choice of driving that for a few days or a Ford Mustang, and I'll be going with the Mustang, says a lot. So what... For a 65 grand car. Let me ask you this. Oh, and this is random mm. brainstorming as we go live on the podcast. Mm. But there's a, a date later in the year. It's in June or July. I have to check with the uh, the Minister for War and Finance. Mm. We're here now in my local area where we're we're putting on a on a, an event yes. at, the, at the local park. Yep. The idea is to have kids try baseball. It's an mm. annual thing. Try mm. baseball day. Get kids along. Yep. Try baseball. Trying to sign them up. Mm. 
And Amanda said to me, she said, we should we should make it better. Yeah. She said, would EFGM sponsor? I said, yeah, sure, no worries, whatever. <laughs> yeah, just chip yeah. in and we'll do some games. Yep. We'll give away water bottles with yep. EFTM logos on or something. Mm. And I said, hang on a minute. What if mm. I got some cars mm. to put there at the, at the park for people to look mm. at mm. so the dads can come along with the cars, mm. the kids can try baseball, mm. and it's a bit of a whole day? Mm. What four cars... Yeah. Would you bring if we could try and get cars that would, you know, people, hopefully listeners would come along and go, that's that's a car I want to have a look at. Mustang mm-hmm. definitely would be there. Yep. McLaren 570S. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um, that has created a lot of attention. Yeah. We'd have to get a Ferrari, surely. Uh, I guess we'd get a Ferrari. Which model? It has to be like a, I don't, I'm not good on the Ferrari models, but like a 488. Is that yeah, the, I guess you so. know, it, has, it can't be like the GT4 Lusso, yeah. Yeah. which I, I like. Yeah. Mate, it doesn't. You look, won't get hold of one of those. No, no. Happy. Yeah. I think we could, but yeah. I don't. With respect to Ferrari, I don't believe it looks like a Ferrari. You wouldn't get the FF. Yeah, that's it's, it's, that's yeah, the new model FF, break. right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you've got to have the the sports car style, like a yeah. four eight eight, right? So, so throw in a Ferrari. A Ferrari. What, what's something? Well, then you know you'd have to almost just to show as an example something from Tesla. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, the, the X class, um, so see the, the X model, for example, yeah, with, it, the, with the gold wing doors. X, see, the thing is, you can't let people get in and out of the bloody things yeah. constantly. Yeah, true, um, true. The problem with an X is, mm. um, I worry about the doors coming down on people. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I genuinely do. Well, I almost got, almost got crushed myself actually. Like I, 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 yeah. I just oh, S wise, I don't want that responsibility. Yeah. But then, is it no good if you can't, you know, peek your head in the window or sit in it? Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, do you have to be allowed to sit in a McLaren if you want to come along? Yeah, I think you do. You probably do. You yeah, want to get selfies inside? Yeah. They wouldn't mind, would they? No, I don't think they'd mind. No. I think you just need to control it. We'd need, there'd need to be four of us. We'd yeah, need to exactly. get Jolly up or yeah. Flipsy down to, yeah. to make sure that we had enough people to you know, cover it off and, and yeah. you know, man the cars, essentially. See, but but I think it'd be a fun thing, don't you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could name all the big brands, Audi, Mercedes and BMW, but look, they're all, they're all great cars, but nothing really stands out. Yeah, and I think people can see those every and day on the road. There's plenty in this area, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah. Look, definitely the Mustang. Definitely a McLaren. A Ferrari of some description, and yeah, look, it's a toss-up as to getting a Tesla. I mean, there's always Lamborghinis. I mean, they're extraordinary. The Aventador and the Huracan. Mm. Um, what else? I mean, something novel. What about something like really Royce? novel like a Rolls Royce? <laughs> you get the new Trevor View pull that off. Yeah. I'll be camping out overnight. <laughs> um, well, I'd be interested to hear from people, um, and I'm not suggesting it's guaranteed to happen, mm. and I'm. I'm or anything like that, but certainly if you live in the Sydney Basin yeah. or within an hour's drive, I mean, if you live yeah. on the Central Coast or something, would you would you come along mm. um, just to see a few fancy cars? And what what car would really get you in? What what car would get you off your bum and, and down to you know the northern uh, suburbs of Sydney mm. for a Saturday morning to have a look at? Like what cars would get you get your goat? Um, tweet us at EFTM at Trevor Long at the Bowen Ford Raptor. If you get oh, your hands on one of yeah, those. Yeah, see, there's only a prototype in the country. Oh, well, I don't think it is a prototype. I think it's a full production model. Um, Mate, so, so there's one here. They're baby handling it. It came up to Sydney on a truck yeah, well, that's to appear in a studio. Handle. We're EFTM. We can do whatever we want. Oh, okay, fair We've enough. We've got Virgo on. Yeah. <laughs> People love their jewel cabs, and there's a huge fight going on for top end jewel cabs at the moment. Yeah. Because. Uh, Another option would be a Commodore, but no one seems to give a rat. So I haven't seen well, one on the road. Well, I was just going to say I'm update. A, yeah, update. Still, haven't, I've only seen one. But I'm seeing a lot of Kia Stingers. A lot. I am around the city. I've I, seen two. Really? No, I've seen multiple. Probably ten now, at least. Oh, Which oh, still isn't huge. We need to talk to VFAX and find out when that data's coming out. Yeah. Because, mate, I don't think they're selling. No. Well, it's unfortunate. 
Anyway. I really don't think they're selling. It's not a bad car. As I said, we're not salesmen, so Holden, but it's actually quite a good car. Yeah. Anyway, it's not inspirational or aspirational. I'm also going to get some new drink bottles. Okay. Drink but bottles like, for the day as well. Oh no, we're getting cheap drink we'll bottles sell merchandise for the day. With our pop up car show. Cheap drink bottles for the for the day to give away, but I'm getting some some good ones. Have you ever used the drink bottles that are keep hot, keep cold? Yes. Like the 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 There's amazing. a brand from Pelican who do it particularly well. No, these ones um I'll show you a photo quickly while we're talking, but I, I I got one of these, I think when I went to that JBL Fest in, in Las Vegas, it's right? It was part of the goodie bag. Yeah, no, kind of, but these are just drink bottles. Yeah. Anyway, so I brought it home and it's just in the drawer mm. and I I filled it up uh, the yeah. other day. Mm. Um, I filled it up the other day with some ice and then some water for Jacko to take to the yeah, park. We yeah. went out to that crazy big park out, yep. out whoop, whoop, yep. near your way. And so, Schofield <laughs> is like one of the most developed areas in Sydney at the whoop, moment. Whoop. Come on. No, it's beautiful. You know, I love what they're doing the road there. They're building a big road yeah, through. Straight through the Richmond very, Road, so you don't have to go through Garfield very over good. the railway line. Anyway, so Garf- uh, like rather. three hours after um, filling it up, mm. I opened it up. Jacko was up playing. I, and I, and there's still ice in it. Yeah. It's still freezing cold. Yeah. I went, oh, my God. So, mate, I'm getting some of those. By white, uh, grey, and black, yeah. EFTM. Um, there'll only be a limited supply. <laughs> I'm willing to sell them. Um, if you want to, <laughs> so if mate, you want to pay, you can. Mate, I don't want to break it to you. They're not cheap. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Right? Yeah. They're not cheap. Mate, I'm testing a bottle from Pelican. I put boiling water in it, and 24 hours later, there was still steam coming out of it. Manda bought one of the, some of these bottles that I'm just referring to for yeah. the kids, just one each. Yeah. And I'm, I saw the tag on the bottom because I washed them first. They were $29 each. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm, I reckon 20 bucks. 20 bucks. And that's only like a dollar more than cost. That's sure. how expensive they are. All right. So if you're interested well, in some more e-tags. EFTM merch, then uh, get in touch. Anyway, Bowen. Yeah. Uh, speaking of doing the dishes. I've had been doing the dishes and I've taken a fancy to a particular dishwasher. Now, look, I'll be up front. We were approached by Electrolux a number of weeks ago um, to review a new dishwasher. Yeah, Bit I was a... approached. You were. My wife said, no way. This is because you've already got a dishwasher integrated into your kitchen setup, basically, so it's it's hard to... I'm I'm not going to go on the record and call Amanda Long a narc like Trevor Long just did. (laughs) So look, this is a strange one. I mean, I've never been asked to test a dishwasher. No, it's very This is not a freestanding dishwasher. This is a built-in dishwasher, so it required a cabinet maker to come around and install it, and literally, when we move house, it won't be leaving. So it's a keeper, and I'm surprised (laughs) that they've allowed us to do this. But Why look, do they want... So here's the thing. When yeah. I got the email, I thought, that's interesting. But, yeah. but it, it goes along the lines of the fridge, right? Yeah. It's very hard to review a fridge. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's not something you can do in a week. Yeah. It's like we talked about with the car earlier. Yeah, exactly. Well, how, I... how do you... What, what are you looking for in a dishwasher? Because mm. this is not your review right now. Yeah. This is you preempting yeah, the yeah. fact that in a month or two, you'll yeah. tell us about it. How do you go into this? What are you looking for? Well, mate, it's hard. I, I've got to say, because we had a perfectly good Bosch Water Aid dishwasher. Bosch are the leading dishwasher brand in the world. Yep. So it did a, a, a great job. But subsequently, I've learned a lot about dishwashers, all right? Uh, the Bosch, for example, had two spray arms. The one I've got has got three, including a satellite-style um, spray arm at the bottom. So it's this round spray arm, which literally, you, it doesn't miss anything inside the dishwasher. I mean, this is a seriously good dishwasher. It's a $1,600 dishwasher, incidentally. Most are around 800 to to 1000 okay. to get something What about decent. a Miele or a Bosch? Oh, they... a Miele, you're talking three grand. I mean, you know, okay. they are real top of the range. So this is... Not your high-end Euro no, crazy crate. It's made in Europe. But, but the point of the Electrolux is it is a better technology 
at a high price. Yeah, not necessarily technology. It's it's got this thing called the comfortless system, comfort lift system. So this is the first of its type in terms of a dishwasher where you can elevate the bottom tray to reach basically hip height. So you don't have to now oh. reach down and load the tray. You put and, a video and bend of this your back. up on eftm.com's Facebook page. Yeah, exactly. And it was I now now I kind of realize how mm. high that thing went. So yeah. essentially you're pulling it out and lifting it up yep. in one motion. Exactly. And it's a very smooth motion. It's um it feels very sturdy. Um it's easy to do. So elderly people for example could say, take advantage of this. Is there a weight limit? Because I worried, I mean, and well, you mentioned to me off air, you've actually got to read the manual to learn how to do these things because I just throw everything in. I just, you know, stack it up. Couldn't tell you the weight limit, but it is designed to carry the pots and pans in the bottom, so oh. it must be pretty good. It's a 14-place dishwasher. They, they measure them in, in places. Um, so the, I think the Bosch I had was 12. 14 is pretty good for a family of five. So it's a big dishwasher, right, yeah. and I've noticed how big it is. Um it, it's an Electrolux, right? There's very few Electrolux dishwashers on the market. So they've also got AEG, okay. which sit alongside. They're a bit more premium. That's the premium arm yep. of Electrolux. They also have the comfortless system in, in one of their dishwashers, but it also has LED lighting inside. But look, we're going to live with this dishwasher for a couple of months, <laughs> permanently by the sounds yeah. of it. But uh, Henry, my son, is having his first birthday. So we're going to have 80 people at our house at one point. So that's going to be the big test. No, mate, I'll give you a tip. That's going to be the big test for the Paper dishwasher. Paper plates. Paper plates. Mate. When you have people around... I'm all about the environment. Paper, okay, friggin' biodegradable Mate, paper plates. 12 litres of water on the eco Champion. wash. Not much. Cleaning up after a bunch of people at a first birthday party, trust me, yeah. get paper plates and throw them in the bin. Mate, I can put this thing in quick mode and be done in half an hour. Quick mode? How good's that going to be? It's good. It's also got hygiene mode as well. Like, it gets up to 70 degrees, this thing. Tell, to, tell the dear listener about the one issue you have with your beautiful son and the dishwasher. Well, yeah, at the end of it, it has a natural drying system. So it opens uh, the so door. The door pops open. Pops open at the conclusion of the cycle. So it allows everything inside to dry naturally. Now, this apparently is a more efficient that way. That takes more than 30 minutes. I'll give you the tip. Oh, look, you do, you do it at night, basically, as you go to bed. Yeah. Um, but it is problematic when I'm doing several washes during the day and Henry realises the dishwasher has popped open and wants to put his hand in there and get his fingers caught. But there's a way of switching all that off, which I've subsequently learned. It's got no buttons on the front, which is good. No buttons at all. It's... Um, Flush mounted straight into the wall. The buttons are on top of the the lid, the seal. Um, It's probably in terms of the interface. It's you really need to read the manual. They're just there's no wording. They're just little icons. So you need to push a combination of two or three to get certain cycles happening. But look to me, um, the comfortless system's a huge bonus. I'm not here to sell you bloody dishwashers. I don't want to sound like Tim Shaw, the Demtel man. Yes, I've been sent a dishwasher to uh, review. But it's new to the market. Um, you can buy one now. Um, well, we'll find out. In I can't months. compare it to the Bosch I've had yet. I've only yeah. had it for a week. So we'll let you know in due course. Oh, well, we'll find out at EFTM.com. I'm going to give you the full Brian Wilshire tin hat theory here. Right. The royals, the royal family, yeah. know they're on the nose. And they have coordinated a pregnancy, a birth, and a wedding within a very short space of time so that we can all get excited about them again. Trevor, it seems that way. Um, I'm not sure that's the way they really operate. I don't think they give a rats on your conspiracy theories. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. And 
So the royal wedding's in a month's time, I yeah, think. May the 18th. Suits us getting rid of her by the the series that she's in right. by uh, via a wedding. She's getting married to her love interest on the show. Right. I'd love for that to wear the week before the wedding. I mean, that'd be perfect timing for suits. Well, surely, imagine that. Imagine the ratings that. for that. But look, you know what? I've always admitted on this show to being a fan of the Royals. I don't know why. I think when have we ever raised it before? We, we spoke about it, um, I think, originally when Harry did discover Megan. Or Megan. Megan. Um, that's when it was first raised. Uh, uh, my mother was a huge Diana fan, and, and, and so my grandparents. They were huge royal fans. You can't bag what the Queen has done over time. Oh, yeah? What's she done? Let's she three was things. given a job she didn't want. A job? Because a the other bloke, she was given a title. The other bloke had to abdicate because he wanted to take off with his American missus, and that was just not on. Yeah, but, mate, what's she done? What has she done? She has spent her life at charity events. Oh, she spent her life opening things. She has given more speeches than anyone on the on the planet, I'm tipping. She's probably met more people than any other person on the planet. She's right up there with the likes of Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa. In terms of a, 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 of a world icon, I mean, she hasn't set a foot wrong. There's never been any sort of controversy surrounding her. Her husband's managed to her stay... Husband's her husband's a goose. Her husband's managed but to he, I love him stay more. out of the limelight. He's doing his best. So here's the thing, right? I get it. It's a monarchy. It's a royal family. They but don't you can't, to have it's been jobs. around for a thousand years. I mean, what you can't just end it in a day. It'll probably just, through natural attrition, it'll die out or take on some other form because it is old school. It thing. doesn't make sense if to we the everyday public, person. I think people would still be as interested no. in what's happening with Prince. Mate, Prince Harry gets publicity in America, yeah. not just because of Meghan, but yeah. because they're the royals, right? Exactly. I think Australians will care just as much if and when we're a public as yeah. they do now. They're just celebrities. That's exactly <laughs> That's right. That's all they are these days. Um, but I just have a great admiration for well, them. Well, then, let me... Uh, let me put it's not their up. fault they've been born into this. I know. But what about this baby, right? Girl, fifth in line to the throne. Yeah. She's ahead of Harry. Yeah, I know. She's, uh, I mean, imagine being Harry. She's thrown a spanner in the works. Isn't he filthy? Oh, Harry doesn't give a rats. Harry, mate, Harry... He was never going to get it. <laughs> imagine him in charge. Harry, he's the most likable one, I think. You know, most redheads are. Um, I was a redhead. Well, then, um, put yourself in Will's shoes, right? <laughs> Will's the big, tall one. Yeah, um, who's bald. Yeah, well, you can put yourself in those shoes, obviously. Mm, mm. Um, your, your wife's just had a baby, third baby. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, seven hours labor and oh, she's out. Oh, it felt shorter than seven, yeah. but, um, not only is the baby out, but then he says, listen, love, yeah. let's just pop out the front and take some photos. Yeah. Well, can you imagine saying to Gillian mm. seven hours after the baby was born, let's just pop out on the steps. It's a Royal tradition. And the baby's always got a gown on from the same brand. I mean, this has been going on for years. Mate, honestly. Diana did it with Will. Amanda would have slapped Harry. me and kicked me in the nuts if I'd have suggested we even leave the room. No, look, mate, pop and ceremony, that they do it well over there. It's like when they, they, pray, they place the birth announcement on that little stand in front of... I think you it's really Gardens. are a monarchist, don't you? Well, that's what they do, mate. You're I mean, a monarchist. I, in a republic vote, which way are you I'm going? I'm respectful of the monarchy. In a republic vote, which way are you going? I'd maintain the status quo. <laughs> Peter, well, Peter Fitz, why let's change? get him on the line. Why? Let's get Peter Fitz on the line. Why We're doing change? it. I don't want to oh. talk to that bandana head. I won't be talking to him. Oh, he's he's barred. He's barred. Love a, love his wife, but I don't like him. He's barred. He's barred. Man, I didn't know that. Um, just can you cross him off? Get him off. I mean, we can get him off a drama, but um, <laughs> it would be drama. I interviewed him on. Um, remember, I was doing the weekends on uh, on two years when you were on the radio, yeah. And when I was when I was on the radio, yeah, good and times. um, <laughs> good we both times. were yeah, great stuff. Anyway, I interviewed him, and um, I wasn't running late. I, I was on time. It was a yeah. pre-record, 
<clears throat> he hung up. Like in, <laughs> like I, you know, you wrap up. Yeah, and you've done your wrap up. Yeah, and uh, he, man, he just hung up. Yeah, and right. it was like, boop, boop. I just left it in because it's like, well, you know, it was abrupt. Chance? Yeah, that was pretty abrupt. He was very cordial. It was, it was a great chat. Yeah. But just hung up. Oh, I'm end. sure he's a lovely guy. We're just lovely guy. We just have different opinions. Look, uh, uh, why change? What, well, mate, what is the benefit the head of, of changing? Head of the Republic What's movement? the benefit of changing? Tell me. I think only Peter Fitz could tell you that. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be costly. How's it going to be costly? Oh, mate, you just have to change. We have to change our money. Take the queen off all the but currency. We, we print money all the time. <laughs> yeah, so we do print it just money all the time. Over, it just evolve, wouldn't it? I'm happy with how we're going, mate. We've gone pretty well over the last 220 odd years. Just leave it how it is. Let the Queen... You know what? I don't know if the Queen's going to see it out either in, uh, in terms of carking it and Mate, handing over the reins. I her think she's gonna... announcing that yeah. Charles would be next yeah. was the weirdest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. It's like we all know the line of succession, love. She, I don't know why she had what to was that all well, about? They're all debating at Trog of all the various leaders behind the scenes. There's some white anding going on, I'm tipping. Really? Now I'm interested. Well, they, they just want to skip Charles. They want to go straight to Wills. I mean, you know, fair enough. But I Charles, think... as I said, he's. Uh, I think I said it to you on Twitter, he's the... He's got the Guinness World Record for patience, so let him have it. Him and Camilla. How he ended up with Camilla, I'll never know. I mean, seriously. Mate, Diana was a hot sort. What I was know. he doing? You know, she was only 36 when she passed away. 36 or 37. Unbelievable. So our age, or my age, you're older. Shut up. Yeah. But anyway, I find the whole thing fascinating. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. Uh, monarchy or Republic at EFTM. I can't believe we're going down that path. Now, I just want to wrap up talking about something that affected me quite greatly, um, and it's spiders. Now, as a child, did you have any recurring nightmares at all? Uh, no, not about spiders. And no, no, just about anything. I have recurring nightmares as a, an adult in terms of work. Okay, no, 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 we're not talking about him. <laughs> I didn't time out. So, so listen, I, I don't remember it distinctly but i remember having these dreams where where spiders were involved it's like i was surrounded by them but it was also this weird um depth perception where like it would feel like i was being like floating towards them and it was just awful like it would it would actually yeah. mess with my head i felt while i was sleeping uh, the, the one i did have and it's coming back to me now is i always had a dream that i was stuck in the corridor at home and i was being dragged back towards the main bedroom and right. there's nothing i could do about it so i you know, I remember my grandmother yeah my mum's mum uh, telling me to turn on a different side and sleep yeah. facing the wall or something and yeah. i think since then i've always done that yeah. but anyway so i'm not a fan of spiders yeah. well, who is no well, i mean some people don't mind but yeah. like if a spider um appeared on the wall here i'd be like oh you know right. and I, I would jolt yeah. and i would i would think mm. and i would small panic yep. and then i would probably go right yo uh, what am i going to do and i get a shoe or something and yeah, I, yeah, i'd yeah. get at it right mm. but the bottom line is i see him i jolt mm. So I go to mum's uh, last weekend in the mm. beautiful E400, took mm. the kids with me. Amanda mm. didn't come. Mm. Uh, and mum's got a train carriage there, which used to be the bar after yeah. the pub burned down. Long story short, yeah. it's now just some beds for you know backpackers who ever want to sleep there. And we stay there because we can all stay in one room. Yeah. There's a double bed for like me and one of the kids, and there's two other single beds. Yeah. Um, so I go over there. It's pitch black. <laughs> what about this? I've forgotten to wear shoes. Like I've gotten the car here <laughs> like and driven one. driven all the way barefoot yeah. Yeah. And, and because that's the way I drive yeah, yeah. and got, got there and went, oh, Blimey, I don't have any shoes. Yeah. So I had to walk on the on the on the, the road there. It's quite rough. Mm. Anyway, walk over there with the kids' bags and the kids go in and mm. 
As they walk down the little corridor of the train, I see a spider. I go, keep going, kids. Yeah. So I come back. To, they go in there and I go into the little kitchenette thing and, and I find a chucks and I go, grip the spider, done. Yep, yep, in a little yep, bag, yep, done. Yep, Good, well done, Trev. Yep, yep. And then the kids are unpacking their bags yeah. and I look at the, there's a little TV, like a big CRT TV sitting there. And yeah. there's a spider, mate. Size of my hand. So a huntsman or something. Furry as yeah. buggery huntsman, yeah, huntsman, right? Yeah. Big. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking, I've not seen a spider mate, like they're this. They're crazy. Yeah, they're like dish plates. And they move out of a thousand miles an hour. I've seen it sitting on the side of the TV and gone, Yeah. Kids, yeah. hey, why don't you go over there <laughs> yeah. and unpack? So they've just gone, and I've yeah. just gone radio, right and I've calmly gone back to the kitchen and yeah. grabbed the thing. Thankfully, yeah. it's still there. And I've just gone, like, I've just placed it, thing, and I just grabbed it. <laughs> And I've just walked to the other room and I've put it down and it's still, it's, I've put it in a plastic bag. Yeah, it's jiggling yeah, around. It's, I'm hopefully putting up a I'm, fight. I'm going, trying to you know, <laughs> stop it from jiggling. So humane. I've found one other one, mate. Yeah. I haven't slept that night. Yeah. I've not slept that night, but I've to- not told my kids a thing. Mate, there's a study I read a couple of years ago and you can Google if you don't believe in people out there and yourself, Trevor. Hmm. There's like, there's some stat where during your lifetime while you're asleep, like 70 huntsmen have crawled over your head at some point. How they, no, would, how no. they would work that out, I That's don't know. Oof. Why would I make that up? It, it did. It came out a couple of years ago. Look, I don't have a problem with spiders. Uh, I'm the same. If you see something like that sitting on a TV, well, geez, you would freak out. The one person who is the worst when it comes to spiders is the man we used to work with. His name's Gavin Pitchford. The one The one iron. One of our good mates. Mate, I used to travel with him from the Central Coast uh, to where we worked at Radio 2GB in Piedmont every day of the week. It's about an hour drive. Going down the freeway, and a huntsman was on the outside of the car. It came up from the the window washer recess, so it was under the bonnet, and it started crawling up over the top of the windscreen. Mate, this bloke, when he sees a spider, the reaction is incredible. We're doing 110, probably 120 back then because we're crazy kids, on the Mooney Mooney Creek Bridge southbound. He said, pull over now physically grabbed me, tried to tug the steering wheel. I said, mate, we're going to get rear-ended by... We can't pull over. Plus, it's on the outside of the car. Just chill. He, he, we had to grind to a stop immediately as soon as we got off the bridge where there's a little bay to the left, and he ran up the freeway. He got out of the car and ran. He just ran. He just took off. <laughs> and, I'm like, and, and then I left. He just took off. You can ask him this story. And then I couldn't find the thing. It probably blew off, but we never found it. And Did so you to tell get, him you found a boat? No, no. So to get him back in the car was an ordeal. And I said, mate, we work for someone who's not going to be happy if we're late. We have to go now in the Toyota Corona I was driving back then. So God knows where it went. But yes, yeah, some people have a violent reaction. So then so he, it, was, he would have jumped out of the car. Like That's how bad it was for him. It made me think, and this may be a parenting thing, and I don't yeah. know if you've experienced anything yet, but it made me think, isn't it remarkable that in, I guess, defense of my children, I know it wasn't an attack, but just to shield, to shield them from... Yeah. Frankly, the conversation, let alone, yeah. see, mate, I didn't want the fear of them not wanting to sleep that night. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. I fought through my own yeah. standard fear yeah. and went, no, it's fine. Breathe deeply, move yeah. away, yeah. and shielded them entirely from it. You don't need to see that into their mind, Trev, that you played that well because that would stick around. Don't you think around. that's remarkable? I wonder whether Wani would be like that with his daughter. Oh. I can't imagine it. If Maybe his, a tiny If his daughter levels. confronted a spider, he'd still take off. He'd just leave it posted. Like, it's bad. It is bad. It's a real problem. Arachnophobia, it's called, isn't it? I don't know. I just wonder whether, whether there's something about the, the parenting thing. And we've talked about yeah. this, how, you know, it just, you change overnight. Yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. do you remember the, yeah. I, I remember very clearly, um, you know, when Jackson was born, mm. 
not not the the moment of birth, but I yeah. guess that first time they've cleaned him and you're yeah. holding him, you're going, this is just this is another world. Yeah. You literally oh, become yeah. a different Mate, person. It's incredible. Yeah. And yeah. I often say it's it's kind of become corny, but yeah. I often say to people when they're when they've just had a baby, you know, you you you'll, you you will have never experienced love like it. Yeah, exactly. It is yeah. overwhelming. And it's the most amazing thing that ever happened. It's it's a whole other kind of feeling. It's a whole other kind of love. And I think that's what that's what overpowers the fear. I heard it's really cool. Will Smith summed it up best for me. It, all of a sudden, it is like your heart is now on the outside of your body. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's beating somewhere outside of your body. You still need to look after it, but it's no longer a part of you. Yeah. It's external to you. That's some deep But stuff. just as important. I, I think he summed it up the best. I'll tell you what, your reflexes become a lot sharper too. <laughs> but, uh, the number of times I've saved the day, <laughs> crushed fingers. I'm pretty sure he ate a spider today, incidentally. But anyway, I won't be telling Gillian that one. It wasn't black. It was just a couple of legs left. You know, you know on fly screens... <laughs> Down the bottom, how there's a crevice and stuff gets in there like dead flies. Well, he was picking at it, and all I could see was a couple of legs left, and he had something I in his mouth. I thought you vacuumed every day, mate. I'm not in the window still. Mate, get the little attachment out. Oh, man, I'm not that thorough. I will be from now on. Yeah. What's, you know, the odd red back down the throat's got to be out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he'll be right. He's kicking. Oh, I love I'll it. check the Arlo camp and well, see if he's going well, right. Yeah, we'll just check on him now. Well done. <laughs> Welcome to the EFTM podcast. <laughs> Well, as we begin our quest to find our next guest in the man cave for our interview series, um, we'll do this again next week, Bowen. If there's enough news, enough silly things to talk about, we'll be here on the EFTM podcast. You can tweet us anytime at EFTM, at Trevor Long, at The Bowen. And, of course, most of the things we talk about, except for the gibberish, you can find at EFTM.com. Always a pleasure. See you next week, Trevi.